ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. We come to you a bit earlier in the week, at least recording this. We'll see when I remember uh, my New Year's resolution not to interrupt. Yep, no, I'm I'm remembering. Okay, I guess my New Year's resolution should be to make sure I get through the opening before you interrupt me. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not going to do it. That's cool. I was just I was just telling the people at home that uh, the the people at home, the listeners, etc. Oh, okay. Yep, those people. Um, that we're recording this a bit earlier in the week than we normally do. They may not hear it until later in the week, and that's fine. And that's the point of a podcast. And I might not get around to, you know, editing it. But we're earlier in the week, so we'll have to see if that messes with the mojo at all. We'll see if Tuesday's any better or worse than Friday. Friday seems to be a lot of Well, it's not about. like we have to really worry about the Vikings. That's true. That should save us some time. That should save us some time. Or the Twins. I forget they exist right now. Or the Gopher Basketball. It's, who's it's the actually quite well, refreshing. They don't really exist because no teams do. <laughs> right. That's true. Or the Gopher Basketball team who's going to have one of the biggest turnarounds in the history of basketball. Unfortunately, in the wrong direction. But go ahead. <laughs> 10 and 1 to 10 and 25 or 30, whatever they, I don't know how many games are. Still playing. nine more wins than we thought they'd have. Yeah, that's that part's true. Although when you look back after the season's over and how they did it, it's quite bizarre. I, am I, I mean, I could go through more like the Timberwolves. People are all. No, I mean normally we do that for the rest of the show. I'm people sorry. are excited that we're twenty-one and twenty-two. It could be twenty-two and twenty-two when people are listening to this. Who knows? But it could be twenty-one and twenty-three. For a team that's still under 500, lots of excitement, which is weird. Oh, where do we start? Uh, soccer. Normally, I, I, I should oh, I should normally open the, the show first, but oh, you're not done. Go ahead. I got a no. I, I have a question too for your Philly correspondent. Mm-hmm. Um, so when your team really has no business being in the playoffs, but they make it, mm-hmm. are you really upset when they get crushed in the first round of the playoffs? Or did he just figure it was coming? Or I'm I'm curious how that works. And I'm, this isn't a shot. This is actually a legitimate question. Okay, I'm sure he'll hear that. If I get an answer next week, I will. I'll get that. Back oh, to I you. thought you would have known his his status while he was watching the game. No. Understood. Can All I? Right help you? Yeah. No, not you. Oh, I was distracted by. Shakira um no I you know I I I think they were a little angry when the game first started just because it got off to such a bad start but I think by the end they they probably at least the one I was in contact with wasn't I mean I think like you said he knew it was coming their their quarterback was exposed for the fraud the regular season fraud that he is but that's okay I do know he would agree with you on that I mean, are you kidding me? Terrible, terrible quarterback. But hold on, can we get to that? Because that's not even the game I really even want to talk about the most. But we we got to tell people. Oh my god! That. Okay, you must want to talk about the uh, <clears throat> the New England game. No, no, definitely. I, I actually watched that with a New England fan. That was refreshing. I think that was pretty clear that they were going to get crushed too. But yeah, you yeah. Just... No, he actually, to be fair, did. It was funny because the night before I was with him too, and he was like, "Well, whatever. I we'll get to it." We'll get to all the playoff games. But anyway, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Do you think Do you think the NBA should just cut the games down to one half? I think three quarters. Because really. <laughs> there's, always, 
like one quarter that it, you know or just two halves i guess like but like the four quarters thing doesn't work i mean you could be up 30 and and still easily lose if if you're up 30 in the first quarter i mean it's it's beyond it's ridiculous like, you know it's one of those things where you're always like if one team can do it the other one can easily do it too and it seems to play out exactly like that in just so many nba games yeah i know i was thinking that it's, it's really pointless the first hour of the game is pointless go ahead sam i had nothing except oh. I mean, yeah, the Timberwolves will blow this one, but. Oh, yeah. No, there's no doubt about that. You do not. Before I knew we were going to do this show on a Tuesday. Can I actually, can I start the show? Yeah, I don't know why you haven't. Yeah, it's weird that I haven't. But everybody, thank you for tuning in. You found us one way or another. If you want to tell people how to listen or you're just not super happy with how you're listening to us, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to anchor.fm slash apples dash two dash apples. From there, we have links to all of your streaming favorite streaming services like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can also download the Anchor app and do the same from there. Or you can search us directly on any of those streaming services. And once you're there, make sure you like, favorite, subscribe, do whatever you do. That way, every week when we do publish our episode, we come to you straight to your device, no thoughts, nothing to worry about, ready to listen. You can also catch us on the PodMN app. That is Minnesota-based content only, not just sports is what I meant to say. And uh, that's good stuff, so go check that out. And last but certainly not least, and perhaps the most important, we are a proud member of the WFNU 94.1 FM Frogtown Community Radio family. We are the kickoff to their Saturday Sports Spectacular every Saturday morning, 7 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific. We also conclude your Saturday evening heading into Sunday morning at 1 a.m. Central. Let's come to you. We actually start their Sunday Sure. However you look at it. Okay. However you want to look at it. Go ahead. So that's when we come to you live on 94.1 FM in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. I think it's my, the radius might all be in Minneapolis. But you can also catch a streaming on WFNU.org or the Live 365 app. But uh, we don't really matter much on that station. Who really matters is Connor of Connor's Corner. Dad, uh, what's going on with Connor? Uh, another live studio show with a huge... Huge announcement. Uh, the week of January 31st, we don't have the exact date or loca- time, day, time or location, but it will be that week. We will not only be celebrating our couple-year anniversary, we'll also be three-year anniversary, I believe. We'll also be celebrating Connor's birthday, but we will most importantly be celebrating the 100th episode of Connor's Corner. You made that announcement last week. I know, but now we've further made the announcement because returning to the show with a, as our special guest, the one and only Frankie V, Frank Vassalero from WCCO-TV, along with some other special guests, apparently, that are in the works. Uh, are you not allowed to... Well, you know, not everything's been on the... Have been signed on the dotted line yet, but Frank Vassalero has been signed and will be joining us uh, on location. Very exciting. Very, uh, very exciting. It's possible Kevin Gord might be rejoining us. You know, we got some, there's some things in the works. So stay that'll come up. to you. I would tune no, in next ahead. week. I would tune in next week to find the exact, to find out the, uh, 
final details. Little teaser. And you can tune in next week at 8 a.m. following our show at 7 a.m. on WFNU 94.1 FM, Frogtown Community Radio Family. So that's us. That's how you find us. That's how you listen to us. I feel like we should start with the NBA, or not the NBA. We shouldn't start with the NBA. We should start with the NFL, is what I meant to say, playoffs, because we just got to make sure we get through everything we want to there. I mean, there were, um, I guess it's the second year of this many games. It's the first year with a Monday night game. And I don't know how long it's been since they've had a Monday night game. God only knows. I don't know why and, they uh, did. It makes no sense, but okay. That's that's all you have to say about the Monday night game. Well, I, I mean, why should a team have to play on a short week now coming up just because of the stupid Monday night game? However, they did. did have they do to... it because they owed ESPN a game. I was confused about that. Yeah, I don't understand why they did. No, they, I, I just. I think the Rock could be on on the the Manning cast, so they did it all around him appearing with his thirty two million dollar uh, T Rex head. <laughs> The most uh, and please explain to me why the Rock is the guy that owns the most complete T Rex skull in the world. Like why is uh, that? Why is I, that owned I'm by the Rock? I'm guessing because now there are lots of rich people, but he's worth over four hundred million. No, I certainly got the money for it, but so, you're telling yeah. me that like that's not a something I, a museum should have their hands on. I couldn't for the life of me figure it out. Um. Uh. But yeah, he was. He was available, so I'm guessing that's why. Who was the first guest again? I don't remember. They had Russell Wilson in the Russell, I think Russell Wilson's actually pretty good. Not yeah, I, was, I, turned it out, I turned their cast on in the second quarter because I forgot they're doing it, but they kept mentioning Larry Fitzgerald. Was it him? He was the one, it was yes. him. Yep, you're yeah. absolutely right. How'd they do that when he was at the game? Uh, he that, did he it was from in, the game. He was in the basement. Yeah, he did it from the game. Yeah. He went down to the basement and did it. That's who it was, 100%. Yeah, I actually would have loved to hear what he had to say, but I missed that part. Minnesota zone. He was actually pretty good. Uh, it appears to he basically insinuated that he'll never play again, and he's fine with it. But uh, apparently, he's still around the team. Well, he's under contract, huh? First of all, uh, that's a bad team too. <laughs> to Arizona, talk about just a. I well, mean, they were. Kyler, Kyler Murray is literally nothing without DeAndre Hopkins, which kind of shows the quarterback he is with how athletic he is. And um, you see the talent w- with DeAndre Hopkins. For some reason, without his number one wide receiver, he can't do anything. And it I is believe- weird. I mean, Hopkins is a big part of it. I'll be quick that. Sorry. Hopkins was a big part well, of it. But no it is pretty either. crazy how they were the best team in the NFL. A couple guys get hurt. Most of them come back. I mean, Hopkins came and went. But... And but they just were nothing the whole last what month and a half of the season. I mean, they won a game here and there, sure, but not against a good team. I mean, they totally, totally imploded. Yeah, I mean, they um, even had both running backs back and they had 50 rushing yards. So if, maybe uh, maybe someone wants needs to explain to AJ Green that that it's over. Yeah, it's sort of it. It does. It's one of those guys you're like, it's just kind of sad at this point, you know. He's awful. It's yeah, he's not good. He's not good. Um, I mean, I don't know if we really. And the only like big play they had, by the way, that thirty-yard catch fumble situation, whatever it is, I don't like. I don't understand the catch rules anymore. Not that I ever really did. But how is that a catch and a fumble? I that was like, you know what I'm talking about? The one down the side. No, they called it back. They called it back. That was AJ. They challenged the challenge, 
And yeah, the challenge. Oh, you know what's hilarious? I got like I saw the challenge, the original review. Okay. Then saw them call it. I got that. in the car, and then I just I we were driving. Yeah. I didn't realize what well, was that. Okay. You bring up a good then. point. Is if they challenge the challenge, shouldn't it be the same result? If you they already well, challenged it, how is it a different result? I've seen that in like I've seen that in the NBA a few times. The refs will make a call, they'll review it, then they'll challenge the review, and then they'll change it, which is like. Did you just need five more minutes to look at it? Like, take the five more minutes. Like, I just don't. It's the I, it it feels like I've it, you're right. It's happened a handful of times this year. It just feels like it should never happen. Yeah, it, that did not make any sense whatsoever. But well, okay, uh, I'm glad they got it right then. Because and it took like it six hours. To and it took a long time on top of it. But um, let's just get to the game that everyone's talking about, the Dallas game. Um, no, me, I mean, I, you don't want to run through the blowouts quickly. All right, we honestly, can. Well, I mean, Raiders, Buff- Raiders-Bengals was a good game. That was probably the only one that was shaping up to All be right, a well, good let's, game. Let's make it easy. Uh, New England was a fraud the entire season. We knew that. I said that on the show. They got crushed. Uh, Raiders, uh, Raider Nation. I mean... Are we worried about the the whistle? I I watched the game. I absolutely heard the whistle, one hundred percent heard it live. Yeah, but I don't know if it mattered or not. I don't think it would have mattered, but the ball like I, I did hear it live. I, I heard it. It seems like the wrong call. I don't think it mattered though. But I do appreciate the fact that when you blow the whistle, the play is dead. You know, like that's well, that's the rule, whether you agree with it or not. It because, does feel like they didn't enforce the rule properly. Because if they would have actually blown the whistle and then hit somebody, they would have called the penalty. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, I, you know, that's my only actual issue with it is it just it feels like they didn't apply it. It's a rule. It just, and it's a rule. It feels like they didn't apply properly. Right. That's the part I didn't really understand. But um, so I don't know. I mean, Cincinnati, are they? Uh, they're OK. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, Cincinnati played horrible, and they still won by a touchdown to Vegas. I I don't know how Vegas was ten and seven and made the playoffs. Yeah, it makes no sense. Horrible. I I think I think, but I think you know, the uh, the Bengals and their fans, they're a a small but loud bunch. Um, feel like they're probably like I would say ahead of schedule on their progression. So I think if, if you're the Bengals, you got back to the playoffs this year, you won a game. You won your division. You just you take whatever you get out of this year, and you take it as a win, as a huge win. I mean, ten and yeah. seven. So I mean, I I didn't think they were going to be this good. Yeah, I mean they're 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 okay. No, I yeah, I'm not saying, but I don't think anyone thought they were going to be even okay this year, especially Burrow coming off the injury, the whole thing. I think the NFL as a whole was awful this year. Not that that to take anything away from them, but just I mean, look at. Look, oh, we talked about early. Look at Pittsburgh and Philly, and they were in the playoffs. Pittsburgh is was the worst playoff team in the in the history of football, and I said I, it last week. I actually I'm texted sure. a friend. I, I, I texted a friend last week, and I said, if Pittsburgh gets in the playoffs, I will be sick. They are a terrible football team. And I, I mean, they didn't even look like they were competitive Philly? out there. I mean, no, they weren't competitive. Oh, I, I think well, Philly they don't would have a blow Pittsburgh out of the water. I, I possibly, possibly, but. Yeah. All right. Well, so what other game do you want to talk about? The Rams, Arizona. I was mean, there ever a doubt that the Chiefs were going to have it all figured out by now? That's the only no. other thing we should probably add. 
Well, I mean, and they have a bit of a cakewalk too. Yeah, no, that's kind of my point. It's like it, 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 they feel sort of inevitable at this point. I know we were just talking about how bad Pittsburgh was, but I mean that game was talking about a game that was never competitive. And neither was the Rams for for what it's worth. But I think, like you said, that was more about the Cardinals kind of exposing themselves than maybe the Rams showing who they may or may not be. I, I still think Stafford in the playoffs. It's it's tricky. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Stafford yeah, no. threw only threw 17 times. They ran the ball I, 30. Plus I was shocked. Ago. When, like, in the third quarter or whatever, it so he had only thrown the ball 16 times. It felt like way more, maybe because everything went for 30 yards at a time. But I, that was shocking to me when I saw I that. mean, Green Bay absolutely is running away with the whole thing. No one's going to come near him. And I just don't even think they're very good. I don't either. Well, the Vikings beat him. How good could they be? Although the Vikings beat Arizona. How good could they be? The Vikings should have beat Dallas. How good could they be? The Vikings should have beat Cincinnati, so how good are they really? That's the barometer to how good you really are. <laughs> Anywho, uh, how okay? So do we? Are we? Should we go there? Do we go to Dallas right now? Because I have well, a couple. I, I think so. I think I it's got time. a couple points. I have a couple points. Uh, number one, let's say that. On the third down play where Debo Samuel, let's say he gets one more inch. Or the coach has some guts and goes for it on fourth down. We're not even talking about that last play. Mm-hmm. Which that last play had absolutely nothing to do with the game. What did have everything to do with the game is once again Dallas is the most overrated team in the history of football. They they and I believe they said it. They were 6 and 9 outside their division this year. 6 and 9. Not so great. Again, should have lost to the Vikings and probably a bunch of other teams I'm forgetting about. Uh the most overrated player in the history of football is that Diggs dude. He can't cover if he he goes for an interception every time and he has gotten burned in fact, there's a there's a Drew could probably look this up or Sam probably could too. There's a stat that he's given up the most yards of any cornerback this year. That's true. And yeah, so he intercepts the ball once in a while. What? But by the way, a joke. he hasn't in a while. He had what no, I think no. eight in his first seven games and ended with eleven. He's people not, figured it out. People and he's not interested out. in tackling anyone, nor could he no, tackle no. anyone. Say what you he's, about his, his tackling is even worse than his coverage. He's awful. So the, so the Cowboys are a fraud. They're poorly, poorly coached. And I do think San Fran- I do think that San Francisco's coach is one of the top two in the league, and it's not even close because that team's not great either. No. But they certainly figure things out when they need to. There is something about Mike McCarthy teams when it matters most. Yeah, and, and you don't have Aaron Rodgers to overcome on this team. No. No. You don't have anything close to that. So, I mean, the, the Cowboys got what they deserve. I mean, they're just they're just overrated time and time and time again. Now, Mike McCarthy is going to be fired. There's no question. So they can keep one of those two. First of all, why would you want their offensive coordinator? Am I missing? So I'd rather have the defensive coordinator who is actually well, blown games as a Sam's probably about to say. <laughs> Well, that too, and also 
the, tw- the, the not twins. The Vikings are interviewing literally every single candidate there is in football right now. So I I'm not gonna believe any rumor until we yeah, start getting the second interviews and such. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But I and I think like I think the guy is probably a half decent to pretty good offensive coordinator. I mean, they had they yeah. did have the highest scoring offense this year, and I think he had well, they were right at, up there the year before. Look at their now, division. They have a bad division, and they have a lot of firepower on the offense. But I guess my point just being, like, he's not bad. Like, you know, he's probably okay. But I think that's kind of what I was saying last week when we were talking about, like, what it really takes to be a head coach. And, like, that's why I don't think he's cut out to be a – I mean, that's one of many reasons I think he's not cut out to be a head coach. Is like I still He's got no experience making decisions in, in, the, in those aspects of the game. Now, you'd like your head coach – to be the guy making the decisions at that point in the game. And it sounds like it was a joint decision between him and McCarthy. And I don't even think the play is that bad in general. I think the execution was, was poor, but I, I don't know. I mean, I don't we know. Back what it, up oh, a second. Well, I know, I know this no, drove no. Sam crazy. Do you want to explain how the 49ers just let him go uh, three plays and 40 yards in three seconds? Well, I mean, how about some defense? And that's actually what I was going to say about, um, what I was going to say about trying a total blank, them even coming back into the game in general. Like, it shouldn't have been a close game, and San Francisco just totally took the gas, the foot off the gas on offense and defense and let them walk their way back into this game, into that game. It should have never been close in general. Right. Well, and something, one, I don't think San Francisco is very good because I saw, I was at the game when they played Houston and watched them. That game was that game proved to me that San Francisco is not good and probably will and will not win two games in the playoffs. But two, I'd like to mention the refs because everyone was mad at the refs, but Prescott is supposed to give the ball to the ref. He knows right. that. People should be mad at Prescott for not even doing the right thing. And every he has sing- the ball in his hand. Yeah, every single guy that they, that has been interviewed since, and hindsight's 2020, don't get me wrong, but every single ex-player was like, yeah, no, you practice that, and you practice giving the ball to the referee or or setting it on the hash mark. I can't remember who they who it was. It might have been it might have been John Sullivan, the guy the guy that used to play center and he played for the Vikings. For, or no, I'm not mixing guys up. I don't remember exactly who it was. It was a lineman, and they basically were like they would practice that play, and the wide receiver would be coached. Now it's a slightly different play. The wide receiver would be coached to run to the like the hash mark, set the ball on the hash mark, and wait for the referee, well, and the then they would like, leave it. it his hands. I know. That's all, and all he has to do is just give it to the ref or set it down and let him do it. Give it to him. And I get what you're saying about oh, the ref. Like, you have to kind of take that into consideration when you call that play. I know it sounds crazy, but you know that the referees are not exactly world class athletes. What do you expect was going to happen? You bring up a good point too. Is like I don't want Kellen Moore as my coach because of the play call he just did. What ten seconds left? He calls a QB draw. What's he thinking? Yeah, I mean, I, I to be fair though, I guess what I was saying before is. That is somewhere where you'd, you'd want your you'd want your hypothetical head coach to step in, and it sounds like McCarthy okayed the call. I mean, it sounds like that. I mean, I don't think that's a decision you let Moore make on his own. In but. fairness, if the 49ers could have converted touchdowns into field goals, I mean field goals into touchdowns, they would have won by 30 points. It shouldn't yeah, have even it, been that close. Yeah. So yeah. it. And Diggs got burned on the one, and and it was a bad throw by Jimmy G. I mean, come on, Dallas. Twenty-seven years, three playoff wins. Twenty 
seven years, three playoff wins. That says it all in Dallas. So, yeah, whatever. I, and I just don't understand how they thought Mike McCarthy was going to fix it. I know. That's, I, I think, just what I understand the least out of everything Dallas has done. I think Moore's been good. I think he, whether he sticks around or goes somewhere else, if it's as an offensive coordinator, he'll be successful. I think Dan Quinn, similar to Zimmer probably, not cut out to be a head coach, pretty solid defensive coordinator. They've done a pretty good job of drafting guys, honestly. I mean, Michael Parsons is a stud. They got a few other guys that they've got that have been really, really good. But at the end of the day, like, how did you look at the team and think Mike McCarthy's going to be the guy that fixes this? Wait till next year if they do keep McCarthy and Zimmer's the D coordinator there because that's where he's going. He's 100 yeah. percent. No, you're probably right. 100 percent. I think signed, Quinn's going to get a job. Oh, for sure he is. Signed, sealed, and delivered. That uh, Zimmer's the defensive coordinator in Dallas, which laughable but whatever uh because i think time has passed that guy by quinn's gonna definitely get a job i think yeah. again people forget that he blew the super bowl but that's okay yeah but i think he he was oh, wait, still so a coach yeah exactly that's what i was about to say next and he it was a very good team when he was the coach there so yeah um I, well, it is just a oh, it's just a ridiculous it was a ridiculous end of the game and it was the perfect ending and I, you know it was, it was the perfect ending if you're anti Cowboys it was the perfect ending if you're anti Mike McCarthy it was especially perfect if you were both but I think I just don't understand how you can look at that and blame anybody else except the two guys who decided to call the play and the one guy whose job was to execute it like that's it it's every single play in the NFL ends the same way. The guy is tackled. The ball is spotted by the referee. And that's it. Every single time. And I don't know why anyone thought this one would be different. And then they're mad at the referee because he couldn't get around two 200-plus and 300-plus pound men to get to a ball. To All he all that guy's got to do is touch it and run away, and they wouldn't let him do it because they were in his way. And then they were – I mean, I just – to look at that and blame the referees is, is actually ridiculous. And then, listen, say what you will, Dak, as you're – franchise quarterback that's great and all uh, really great comments from him after the game by the way he uh don't worry he's apologized on twitter that's yeah he apologized because yeah, everyone got mad at him which of course they did you can't you can't like come on dude like i don't care how mad you are you can criticize the refs you don't exactly advocate for fans to be throwing stuff at the referees well and they they every single penalty that was called against them, they deserved. So I don't understand what they're complaining yep. about. They're idiots. Mike McCarthy's teams are historically highly penalized. It's what you get. It's not like they were calling weird ticky-tack fouls here and there. It was they well, were the like, defensive guy tackled the guy for no reason. Yeah. yeah. And there's also tons of procedural stuff. Like, that's not, that's not like, subjective. Well, the very first, it's like, you moved too early. Like, very first play <laughs> of the game, the guy was completely lined up offside. You could see yeah. it. It was he was yep. on the bottom of the screen. Yeah, I. There's no question he's fired. No question, and I guess the question will be, if uh, the only way Zimmer doesn't go to Dallas is if Quinn is the head coach and he just calls it, you know, he'll be the defensive coordinator himself. Yeah. Which not entirely possible. If I had to give it to one of those two stooges, I would give it to Quinn over um, <laughs> the boy wonder. Yeah. No, I think the I I think this that play call, I don't think it was 100% his fault. I think I actually don't even think it it's 50% his fault. I put situations like that on on the head coach, and I guarantee you, 
if that would have been the Vikings. We, w- we would have been sitting here criticizing Kubiak, but we would 100% be blaming, 100% be blaming a mixture of Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer. Well, and first I think of we all, gotta take, we got to approach the situation with the same energy. Well, first of all, he should have gone down earlier. But this is how stupid the call was. I said it earlier. They went three plays, 40 yards, four seconds. They could have done one more of those. They didn't need well, to do Well, they finally, that. if you watched how the 49ers are set up, and this is why they called it, they finally started guarding the oh, sidelines. I, I, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not defending the call my, myself. I'm just saying I get why they decided to do something different. But I also don't understand. Like, I just don't. I don't know. I, I'm not giving him 0% blame, but that's the biggest play of the game. And you need your head coach to call that play. And you need your franchise quarterback that you're paying however much money they're paying Dak. $40 million. Yeah. And There's that's only, what we, and that is exactly what we'd be saying if the Vikings did it. And that's how I feel about three the quarterbacks. There's three quarterbacks making $40 million. Um, uh, Rodgers... I'm sorry. Yeah, Rogers, uh, Kansas City guy, Mahomes, whose brother is crazy, by the way, and Dak Prescott. Yeah, makes sense. So that's how I feel about. I know I believe you. Uh, that's how I feel about the situation. I, I I mean it's a it's a bit on Kellen Moore. You probably shouldn't have brought up that play call in the first place, and maybe maybe should have buried that one, but. You know what? Once it's called, it's up to the head. McCarthy's been in the situation plenty of times before with a hypothetical, not, well, Rodgers is a all-time great, but like, you know, with a hypothetically great quarterback, the hypothetical is about Dak, not not Rodgers, obviously. And so I think like at some point you have to look at McCarthy and say, hey, he, if he, if that's a bad idea, it's a, he's got to veto that, you know? So I, I don't, and then Dak has to know what's going on. I don't know. Maybe I have cousins and Zimmer like PTSD, but that's just that's how I feel about it. Yeah, that's well, what we're here to talk about, right? Our feelings. We're still uh, so we're still looking at uh, general managers first, even though eventually once one coach falls, the rest are gonna fall, and we'll just still be trying to get a general manager. Well, that's what I was about to say. It's weird. Uh, no, like nobody's been hired. Well, most of them are – well, now the two Dallas guys are going to be gone, or one of them. I mean, a lot of them were playing. No, it's, no, it's obviously true. It's just, it why, always feels why? like one guy that well, goes super quickly, the, but you're right. The thing is, there's no really there's no real good head coaches out there, and oh. there's really no good GMs out there. No, this dude from the Packers, he doesn't even call the plays. Why do we want him? It is sort of like, what's the rush? I don't – I don't uh, – so the Seattle Seawolves – Pretty much just going to do what they do. Get leads. Can you elaborate? Get leads. Blow games. I will guarantee you after they get crushed in this game that they were killing them in, one of the two, either D'Lo or Cat, is going to get hurt. He'll have to miss a few weeks. Turns into 21 days. Then the other one's going to be back. You just you can feel this coming. You know it's coming. I'm, that's okay. They'll be gone in two years. So, year I guess my my feeling with the Wolves this year is like I don't expect a lot, and I think I've I finally got to that point with them, which it's sort of refreshing. Like they should, and I think they will make the play in tournament, and that's oh. going to be a step in the right direction. And you know what? That's cool. And I think I'm at the point where like I'll take whatever I can get with these guys, and some slightly more entertaining basketball at a semi-competitive level is 
you know, that's a lot more than we've had in years past. So I'll, I'll take it. They, bless you. They will not make the playing game. They're six and a half games ahead of the team in last yeah, place. Watch, just keep watching. Okay. Yeah, I mean maybe I, that'd be. Someone's a gonna much. get hurt. We'll get COVID for the sixth time. I mean, it's it's, a, it's just what's gonna happen. Yeah, may, I mean maybe, maybe, but they're. How did they lose this game? They're pretty pretty far clear. I mean maybe it's not six and it was six and a half at one point. I don't know if it's quite that much anymore, but. How did they? I lose just don't game? think there's <laughs> any way Sacramento chases them down, and that's what it would have to be. I, as bad as we can be. I think unless they all get hurt at the same time again, which they could, knowing which us. they will. Yeah, no, I don't, just don't think they'll all get hurt. And as long as they don't physically all get hurt, I do think they are. They will not be worse than the Sacramento Kings. But I'm sure by saying that, I've then put it into the world um, to occur. So, sorry, Wolves. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I agree. I don't really see a, a way of us getting out of the ninth seed. And if that trade by the Pistons really ha- was offered, I really don't see any way we can get Ben Simmons. Yeah. Did that trade, I don't know why the Sixers would not take that trade. There's actually the no way. Even play for them. I mean, it's insane. No, I don't think, I think to be fair, I get Wait, what was the trade? The Pistons offered Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, Kelly Olynyk, and a first round pick for Ben Simmons. And they de- reportedly declined it. I, I can't. I don't understand what Philadelphia is doing. I mean, I he, 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 first of all, why would you want him to ever play for you again? He won't. I I, they I know he won't. To trade him. It makes no sense. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, there's I don't know the only. Gave, sorry, that had to have been put out there by Daryl Morey because if that wasn't, that dude needs to be fired midseason. Well, I also um. I I truly don't know if I give Morey credit for sticking to his guns and being like. He's an ex-All-Star, ex-Rookie of the Year. You're giving me everything. Or if I think he's an idiot for not just taking something at this point. Because the Philadelphia 76ers, while good, are struggling a bit right now. I mean, in their last 10 games, they're on a roll. That's maybe wrong. But they they're not exactly... That... Go ahead. Uh, Joel is going to get hurt for another three weeks at some point. I mean, that's what these guys do. They, I mean, the East... For whatever reason, we've now finally flipped the two conferences on their heads, and the East is much deeper than the West, although the West is incredibly top-heavy. We have the, the top four teams in the West would be first in the East, but the East is, East is deeper. Um, uh, but they're sixth, they're sixth in the East. For reference, well, the Wolves are, are, if they win tonight, seventh in the West. So they need help. So I don't know what they're doing just sitting on Ben Simmons. Like, you got to go out and get something for that guy. Well, I can't wait for it will be Simmons for Westbrook and the Lakers will win the NBA Finals and Westbrook again will avoid a championship. I West- just don't know what we're doing with him. Russell West- Westbrook that is. He he's awful. Um now I if there's any Milwaukee fans out there I apologize for what I'm about to say because um, you're going to lose your star for the rest of the year within the next week. But uh, Anthony Davis, Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving is just nutty for, but him too. Embiid, these guys, these superstars, always, always, always hurt. The Greek freak, and for the most part, Steph Curry, 
Oh, and the, and the superstars we have too. Those two guys are are guys. You, I mean, they don't get hurt. Now again, I apologize, Milwaukee. But you, and by the way, same with everybody on Phoenix. And Booker, Phoenix. Yep. Like all those guys. Yep. I mean, these other I, I, the Lakers. They're surprised that the, that these guys are hurt every other week. Come on. LeBron James, worst team. Uh, he's he's. It's his fault that they put this group of old people together, that are terrible. Yeah, this one's kind of on him. Totally on him. And this by the way, a bit on him. What? What did this Timberwolves hired some? What am I? Who did this guy the Timberwolves hired from oh, Clutch, Clutch Sports? Guy? Yeah, what's yeah. he in charge of? Like player experience. <laughs> Which I, is an interesting role. It makes sense, especially. Yeah, well, and the links. Tell you why. Well, it's the links as well. But I'm going to tell you why. Can you name me one reason you're an NBA basketball player? The Timberwolves offer you a very lucrative contract. Mm-hmm. Another team, pick your favorite. That's probably not like Sacramento or maybe New Orleans or someone else. Offers you a similar contract. Why would you ever pick the Timberwolves? Well, uh one comment is you're not going to have to worry about it in a year and a half because it'll be Seattle that you have to decide if you want to go to or not. Fair enough. I'm sure this guy's job. Do the links there, are the yeah. links are the links going with the Timberwolves to Seattle or do we keep them? No, because the Seattle has a WNBA team right now still. Right, so we'll get we, the links. I would assume we keep okay, them, or maybe fair. they move elsewhere. I don't know. Well, the problem why we keep them? Ahead, I have Sam. with the new the new position. They they named it the CEO, the Chief Experience Officer. Terrible. I, mean, I thought the same thing. Can we? I thought. Thing. There already is a CEO. It should have been like CXO. Like they should like that. Th- th- it was stupid that they named the CEO. But but Dad, you still haven't answered my question. Why would you come to Minnesota? Can you give me one reason why you would choose a contract from the Timberwolves over? Well, no. Most other teams. No, because well, just to be honest with you, the top free agents are only going to either the Clippers or Lakers. And the, I guess I don't even I, I, that doesn't matter. Brooklyn. I'm not I, I'm just I'm pick like I, well, I if pick they another were good, guy I mean, signed elsewhere. Milwaukee could get people because they're damn good. Well, some of those guys they traded for, to be fair. But it's but my point it being well, there is no real, there is no real reason. There's zero. Reason. And that's this part of this guy's job is to give people a reason. What is he going to do? Build of experience for players. I mean, he's like a former agent. Like, he's worked but, at them. Like a true like cater to the players, basically. Oh, now so what, it's a, it it's he, sad we need that. You'd think they'd want to just come here to play well, here, but they don't. And why would they? And I'm so not a real it. expert on global warming, but I don't think it's going to warm enough to really change the experience in the dead of winter here too much. But okay, I agree. But I'm just saying, for those reasons, it makes sense why this guy has a job. And, that, and by the way, how dumb is this guy to leave LA to come here? But that's I guess beside the point. Yeah. No, that is true. I mean, could you really trust his judgment? Maybe he could just speak to the experience of leaving L.A. or wherever. <laughs> LeBron probably fired him, and he didn't have a choice. Yeah, no, probably. I mean, it's not it's not Rich Paul. It's some other guy. But, yeah, well, I don't know. It's LeBron's I company. Get, I mean, yeah, Rich no, Paul I doesn't it's have It's not going to make a difference, but I get where, the, I get where it came from. Help me explain uh, Rich Paul dating Adele. I I, I, I got to believe that's got to be one of the stranger combinations in the world. Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing for you. Okay, to be Sam. truly, truly honest, I got nothing. No, well, you're our pop culture expert, Dad, so you would know more than anyone. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, that is, that is very true. Um, I got nothing either. It's just a very strange... I, I, I just don't get it. I mean, is she going to start rapping now and stuff? No. I mean, no. I, I don't I think, think so. She's sticking to her guns. Okay, well, that's... that's Here's, and then we'll move on, because I can't talk about the Timberwolves that much more. But here, I have two... Beyond Cat being a head case and absolutely unable to stop offensively fouling people. There are but, two reasons why I think they as a team are capped. Plus he'll get and I'm not even saying in ca- three weeks. Yeah, that too. And I'm not even saying capped to like win, not win a championship. Capped as like an average basketball team at best. One is Malik Beasley, just as a concept and as a player on the team. Two, and probably more important to be fair, is as soon as things start to go semi-right and they start to come back like for whatever reason and i don't think it's coaching because i actually give finch credit i don't think this is a very good team and i think it's a bunch of head cases and the fact that he has them at 500 when we saw what they've done in years past is a modern day miracle probably um i think it's just this is what's in these guys heads the second things start to go semi-right or semi-wrong it gets a little iffy one way or the other they just like forget how to play offense, specifically offense. And they lose all flow of the game. It turns into a complete one-on-one game. They end up throwing some crazy pass. They have no business throwing. They drop a ball. It happened the other night. Four of our final possessions were, I, I mean, I tweeted it out. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it was like a D-low, like 37-footer with like five seconds left on the shot clock. It was an ant turnover on a jump pass where he got stuck in the air and it was two offensive fouls by cat and those were our final four possessions by those guys and it's it's that element that they just will i don't think between the three of them ever collectively be able to eliminate because they get the ball and they go one-on-one in those situations and as good as the warriors are and as excuse as good as steph curry is what makes the warriors so good is that in those clutch situations they still play offense. And, yeah, it ends up with the ball in Steph Curry's hands and him taking a shot. But it's not a one-on-one. makes it. Yeah, well, that's important, too, obviously. But it's – it's how many times have you seen other guys on that team hit big shots? Well, it's because we they still run and move within the flow of their offense. And we, we just – the second we go up four on a run or the second we go down four on the other team's run, we just – we never do any of that. We just try and give it to a guy to make a play, and it never works. And I and think our, that is their biggest problem. Our superstar – can't draw a foul either. Yeah, well, one guy can't get a foul call, and one guy can't stop getting foul calls. Mm-hmm. And they're deserved, to be fair. I, the Towns no, but stuff I, but, deserves. But Towns can't. He also can't. Like, either they don't call it. I don't know. They never give him a call. No, that, I mean, that maybe he doesn't. Fair. Maybe at this point he doesn't deserve it. Because it happens you know, you know that he, You know that he's on pace to have the most offensive fouls in a season by 20? 20. Yeah, he's he was another one that just uh, he'll be a very good basketball player if that we drafted high. That's just not a all. Where is Johnny Flynn? Um, I actually think the last time I looked it up, he wasn't playing professionally anywhere anymore. Like it Maybe. wasn't like he was in Europe. He like legitimately was not playing anywhere. I'll see if Will <laughs> can find him when he goes back to Syracuse. Finally, assuming yeah, he's, if he's anywhere. Well, prop, I googled prop. Johnny Flynn and. The first Johnny Flynn that came up was the British actor, musician, and singer-songwriter from South Africa. That's who I was talking about. But why is he British if he's from South Africa? I don't understand that part. But uh, uh, that's the first one that came up. 
So that's what I, that's who I was talking about. Well, that guy is uh, currently just starred as Dylan Witter in the Channel Four Netflix television sitcom Love Sick. So before we talk about, oh, the I whole think lot, I actually know who that is. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, before, I mean, I don't like watch that. I've I've just I've heard of that show. Before we get to the wild, yeah, I know who that guy is. I didn't know that his name was Johnny Flynn. That's pretty funny. Before we get to the wild, uh, how about the Gopher goalie? He had a heck of a debut. He, you know, I talk about which uh, which one, by the way, the ex Gopher well, goalie. Well, no, the one we got, the, the one we were like. stuck with is god awful. But the the one that left us in the middle. Uh, what was it? Two shots. They both went in. Yeah. Well, no, the no, first, <laughs> the starter got pulled after like what four goals, and then our our guy went in and allowed what three goals and four shots or two goals Jesus. and three shots. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm baffled by that whole ordeal. So the wild, I mean, again, we're the backup guy made 12 I, against an Alaska team. And I cannot imagine Alaska is very good. I could be wrong here. No. They're not. They're six, 15 and one 12 shots. The guy faced and we lost three to two. I mean, I, I actually want to talk about this gopher goalie thing. So for those who don't know that are listening, the Minnesota golden gopher goalie decided to leave halfway through the season to join his NHL team, the Carolina After Hurricanes. After a huge winning streak, by the way. Yep. Guy could not be beat. Uh, and he did that because the Carolina Hurricanes have had so many injuries at goalie, they they needed him. But they needed him to ride the bench. So he, he leaves the Gophers mid-season after an incredible winning streak to join Carolina. That same amount of money would have been waiting for him. That's the dumb part. And I, I, I have to be honest, it's going to be bad for his career because he clearly was not ready. And every time he gets in the game, he's going to suck. Yeah, and, and he bailed on his team. Yeah, I don't care what he says or what they say about them being okay with it or whatever. That is no, that's ridiculous. Okay. That that just doesn't happen. Yeah, I, that's a bizarre situation. So the Wild, uh, they're plugging along. Uh, I, there's just certain, like Colorado and some other those teams. Though, they're never going to beat. It's they're just well, not. they've almost beat Colorado with half. I know teams. they almost did, but I, they just they're not going to beat them. They're just not. Yeah, well, I to be fair, I don't think there's a lot of teams that are going to beat Colorado. So. No, I, I well, agree. Well, and the thing is, we usually beat Colorado in the playoffs no matter what the year is. So they are a team we usually can beat in the playoffs. That is true. That is kind of, we are kind of backwards with them. I, um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, they're one of those teams I just never know what to think because they don't – they're not – I just don't think there's that many good players on the team, but it works for whatever reason. They, it, and I can't decide to figure it out. And they're winning these games and they're beating these good teams with their number one center, both their top two defenders and their number one goalie out. The backup goalie that they got playing used to suck. Now he's Patrick Waugh. I can't figure it out. Like Hartman will go however many games without missing. Now he can't score, but now Fiala can't be stopped. Kaprizov has like 33 points in his last 19 games. That guy actually I, can't be stopped. You take why? Up. Why did we have Boldy in the minors this whole time? He might be the best one on the whole team besides yeah, Kaprizov. I, I just Boldy, cannot figure it out. Boldy is showing he belongs, and it's amazing. Him and Fiala have unreal chemistry, like Zuccarello and and Kaprizov have been having. So that's really fun to see Fiala come back and actually score goals with a guy who who gets him and can feed him the puck. I take Dumba. Cat just got called for another like 
off ball, like rebounding. Foul. I mean, at some point he's like, literally, I just don't think he understands, by the way. Sorry, then we'll go back to the wild. I don't think he understands what he's doing. Like, I don't think, I legitimately don't think he knows. Like oh. he is literally hugging Taj Gibson as they go for this rebound. And then he's complaining. I'm like, your, your arm is wrapped around him. Like, I don't know what you think they're going to call. He's I just very, don't think he's not very quick either. Uh, I take, I take Dumba. I take Greenway because I'm sorry, Green Bay, Green Bay, Greenway shows glimpses, but he's never going to be anything other than what he is now, and that's I think average at times. At times he throws his body around at other times. So I take Greenway, Dumba, and I don't know another guy, and I get some stud for the playoff push. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I, that's what I do. Dumba. Or turn Dumba into a wing because he defensively he gives the puck up so much it's actually scary at this point. You yeah. can't trust him. He's terrible defensively. No, I mean, I, I, he's terrible. Dumba, Dumba's the one guy who I think can go, but that for some reason the team loves him. No, they're yeah. not getting rid of him. I I know this is what I and I, I, I to be fair I I don't like if we know he's not that good I think other teams do and I don't think his trade value is very high. No, well if you him and Greenway I mean that's that's those are yeah two together solid. Yeah, maybe a pick or two. I you could probably get Greenway Dumba and then a prospect or two and and get yeah. a, get something. I don't know who. I'm not they privy got to. It, uh, Eric Stahl. Oh wait, he's is he our is he Eric Staller? He scored like three goals he already. He can't stop scoring. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should just call him up. Yeah, oh, yeah I have bet. to sign him first. He's not even on our bet. team. Yeah, that's pretty. I, that whole story is pretty funny. And Dubnik's the Olympic goalie. Help me understand how you can't even play in the NHL, but the Team Canada thinks you can play in the Olympics. Better Although than I guess the guys that they got in the age. Danny, he- did you see that? Danny Heatley's on Team Canada. He was on the North Stars, I think. No, he was on the Wild. He's got to be like fifty years old. I, I some of those guys there's like seven or eight former uh wild players I think on Team Canada. Willie Mitchell, do you know how old he is? He's on the Canadian team. Why are they not taking like young kids? Why are they getting all these old guys? I maybe Canada does well can Well, their juniors roster is stacked. I don't know why they didn't just use the same one. I know. That's that it's makes even kinda I don't know. They must just want to take these old guys and just beat people up. Maybe. I mean, who knows? I'm guessing. Knows? I yeah, well, the Wild will be interesting. I don't know. I, I do think they're going to struggle against these tough, tougher teams, but I think they should make the playoffs at least, so that's good. I think that's that Todd, That would be a truly monumental collapse. I mean, jokes aside about the, the Timberwolves. Because, I, I mean, they're doing all this. They're beating good teams without you know some major guys and it sounds like a lot of them are are coming back shortly so you take care of business down the road they they obviously the end of the year is going to be a weird one with a lot of teams gonna have a lot of games crammed in i think thankfully the wild have some serious depth that's been one of their strengths all year i think that'll play to their play to their advantage um that's i think one of the reasons why like against a team like colorado they might actually have a shot in a seven game series because we're able to run and roll four lines constantly, and they do rely heavy on that first line. I mean, we should have ended that game in overtime a few times. You could tell how gassed they were. So that's the only reason I think we have a shot now. I don't know if it'll matter, but one of the uh, two cents. Just quickly, I know we got to wrap up soon. One of the Gopher running backs who transferred has found a new home. Which one, and and where? <laughs> uh, not Potts, because he's coming back, right? 
I think so. Okay, is, well, who, who's leaving? Was it? Um, I don't. Really, they're all. They're all freaking leaving. No, was yeah. it? It wasn't. Mark was a Marquis servant. No, he's that Bucky. He's staying. I think. I don't know, but one of the guys. Kai Thomas. I think it's Thomas. Kai Thomas found a new home, Kansas. Really, Kansas? Oh my God! Seriously? I mean, I, I believe he's from the area, but I, I Kansas of all the teams you could go to, Kansas. That's uh. You're better off being wow. the third option, and I can't understand this. You're better off being the third option on the Gophers. By the well, way, one of our guys always gets hurt, so. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. he, he would take yeah. it, it, after two games. He'd be the first option. I mean, he's been around here long enough to know that. Wow. Yeah, he picked yeah, Kansas. Yeah. He's from Topeka. Yeah, well, that would be even more reason to go back there. Yeah, I thought that one was interesting, Kansas. I cannot believe that's quite the that's quite the decision by Mr. Thomas. Ball, yeah, there's there's a guy who clearly doesn't care about winning. Very <laughs> strange. Oh well. I don't even like. Is that guess, like? Guess where I'm going know. Saturday night? That's Florida, Kansas. No, close. The Impact Wrestling tapings in Fort Lauderdale. Really? With that's desperate. Yeah. Well, that's because uh, latest weather report out of Fort Lauderdale, 60 degrees that's in just rain. That's just a wide open breakaway layup by the game. I mean, oh. wide open breakaway layup. Fort he Lauderdale just, weather. He literally just overran the hoop. 60 degrees uh, in I mean, rain Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll be on a frozen lake, so it's better I'd, than that. My theory is, though, if you go to Florida and it's 60 and raining, you might as well be on a frozen. I, I cannot believe he missed this layup. Why didn't he dunk the basketball? He's seven foot two. Just dunk the ball. I would say he's probably the least clutch player uh, that the Timberwolves have ever had. It might be in the league. I mean, it, it's just. League, yeah. Uh, God, yeah. I can't believe. I can't believe he just missed that. That's okay. Uh, I, I, Did you see Anthony Edwards block that was called a goaltend? It's been a, one of the worst both ways, to be fair. It is that one might of the worst call. Literally, as it left his hand, he blocked it. That was ho- absolutely a horrible call. Well, I mean, in fairness. It's been one of the worst officiated basketball games I've seen. In it, has, there, has there been a good officiating game in any sport yet this year? I mean, the referees. Oh, that's a wonderful. That's a wonderful point. Are terrible. The answer your questions now. Yeah, pick the sport. The only WWE has the best referees. Yeah, they at least follow the rules. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's yeah, the 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 officiating and overall in sports is pretty pathetic. And I'm not sure what you can do about it, but what you do have to do is stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet. We'll be back next week, right? Are you guys in town so. or? All right, I mean, well, I'm. In California. I mean, in your own towns, but you, I mean, you two are so yes. busy. Yeah. You guys no, are. No, next so week, busy. I think it's starting to lighten up for me next week. Okay, and Sam was all over the Last place. Last week was hectic. Okay. And this week is hectic for me. That's why we squeeze it in on a Tuesday. Well, this week's hectic for me. I got to work a game tomorrow night. I got to well, travel. That's why we got it done early. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be back next week, but you need to stay tuned for Connor's Corner right now. Our Keurig machine.